No Jumper, coolest podcast in the motherfucking world. And today I'm here with Haiti Baby, viral sensation, up and coming star. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? <sighs> High shit after that last interview. We're pretty good. Ready to rock. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man, for having <laughs> me. It's a blessing, bro. No, yeah, man. I'm fucking hyped on your shit, actually, to be honest. I, I got aware of you based on that fucking viral fr uh, freestyle. But then ever since then, I've been listening to your, your shit on YouTube. And I'm fucking hyped on you. You're super talented. That shit, I, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. For real. Let's talk about it. We're, you're from Stockton. Yeah, from Stockton, California. Rare-ass place to be from. That's like, the, like when we think of Stockton, we think of it as the place that's so grimy that it birthed Nick and Nate Diaz. That's how I think of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, it is what people perceive it to be. But is it not as, time, as gnarly as I think it is? Mm, it's more people trying to fit in. Because mm. you got to think about it. Stockton is like... Since it's the middle of everything, it's more people like, what is the niche? That's why a lot of people out there don't really know because it's a combination of L.A., the Bay, right. Sacramento. Everybody's just in one city. It's scrambled together. It's so. like identity crisis in, identity the, in between. Crisis. I see you, that. You feel where I'm coming from. So yeah. once people out there find that niche, it's a lot of talent out there. Yeah. I'm far from just being the only one, and I hope I'm not the only one. I hope the others who are talented, I'm able to sign those artists and profit. Is there anyone who's blown up out of Stockton, really, or is it still kind of dry in that regard? Mm, it's it's most likely been people that I probably don't even know the name of, but long time ago and shit, yeah, yeah, long time ago and shit, way before me, definitely not the first. But you feel like right now there's nobody really popping off. Is that part of your motivation that you wanted to do it big for where you come from? Yeah, I see nobody representing it, um, so I was like, man, I think this would be huge. I think it's gonna be huge. Just the whole outcome. That's why I changed my name to Haiti Baby too. What was it at first? My my rap my rap name? Yeah. Murder Mook. Murder Mook. That's not commercial at all. There's and already a murder mook. They're freestyler. Right. Definitely wanna battle him. So. But did you know that there was another murder mook? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm glad damn near because when I searched it in, I got to research his stuff. I fell in love with battle rap. I didn't know what mm. battle rap was until really? I named myself Murder Mook and then did research on the original one after I changed my name. And I was like, let me research him. And I did research on battle rapping, so you know that's when I started looking into Meek Mill's career, the right? Cassidy's, and I'm sorry to put that name together. But no, but you're right though. The, the a lot of people who are rap fans these days don't know how ill the battle rap scene yeah. is, and don't know how much good content there is on YouTube if you want to yeah. watch battles because there are so many legendary ones. Yeah, and I didn't know the Eminem thing was real for mm. the Eight Mile. I didn't have no clue. Right. So that, that shit goes that down. Real, I'm like, oh, so you're you're actually gifted. You were <laughs> yeah. you worked hella hard to get where you're at, and that that mindset it kind of it grew on me because at first you know work ethic from come from Stockton where you know people get lazy. Once mm. you get comfortable, you get lazy, and having a lazy mindset it just eliminates all possibilities to be successful in life. Mm. So I was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna change the way I think and broaden my mind. Because I want to be successful. Yeah, definitely. So how did you start out making music? I started out making music regular, like basement type. But before that, I was writing like movies and scripts. That's what I say would help me. And really? I always paid attention like in English class. That was my main. How old are you? 21. 21. Yeah. Okay. So I did like I grew up in, around gospel music and like... Mm, I don't want to put anybody in just a gospel category because Lauren Hill makes excellent music. You know what I'm saying? So I grew up around that type of environment, Marvin Gaye's mm. and Temptations. Love Marvin Gaye. That's what I grew up around. My mom would play him constantly. Constantly. Yes. And then 
the advantage of YouTube, people don't understand, you know, I, that I start typing in John Denver, Rocky Mountain High or Colorado, start typing in learning about extension career and people in my age group that I can learn from because I don't want to be the kid that comes in. It's just mm. everyone just I want to I want to do my own thing. You know, I want to learn. I'm, I'm, I'm open minded, open. My ears are just I have two ears and one mouth. So I'll, I'll use these more. Being smart is always going to be a huge advantage or being informed. Like if you're a young dude who only knows about the shit that's going on right now, that's yeah. why there's so many rappers that just sound like fucking playboy cardi playboy mm-hmm. cardi's dope but he's sound he's him and there's like a million people just trying to sound like him doing the same punchline same everything those people would be, would be wise to go get interested in other eras of music other demographics Let's fucking learn something look at little nas x he blew up he made a fucking country song yeah just because he chose to actually think outside the box and change his sound up you know thinking outside the box and yeah. and what captivates makes him more like interesting is the story, the Stockton, coming from Stockton. Mm. So I'm living in a box. So I had to think outside the box because yes. I'm living in it. And then going through my you know, my trials and tribulations, being shot by police, going to jail, though, those quick incidents that happened, I used them to my advantage. And I flipped it mm. into positivity because I knew reading a book called The Secret by Rhonda, I forgot her last name. I can't think of it right now. But um, reading that book and controlling the energy and the wave frequencies I put out there, it's just like now I just go off energy. I go in the studio and I don't have to write. People would be like, oh, you just freestyle and just bullshit. I'm like, it's not that I'm bullshit. It's that I'm I'm comfortable. Like, mm. right now, I'm comfortable right now. Like, as soon as I walked in here, you gave me a good vibe. Your whole energy, your whole cast. Mm. Jason and all them. Shout out Jason. Rare, yeah. rare cosign right there. <laughs> Jason doesn't get enough shout outs on here. Jason. Jason, not not the not the killer from the movie. <laughs> oh man. Okay, let me ask you this: Is um, when you went in to do that freestyle, did you know that that freestyle was gonna break the fucking internet? Did you know you were about to go viral? I just wanted to encourage people to attempt the impossible, you know. And I knew the the it's all a part of my propaganda. I had this map, mapped out at the age of ten. You know, I looked into Oprah when I was a young age, used to watch her little shows. And she was always talking about having plans, making sure nothing is like freelance. Write it out. And then mm. if you write it out, you know, you could tell the world it was freelance. They would never know. Mm. That's but very I, smart I, I, right there. I've yeah. written all this out. Yeah, this has been, I knew I was going to get on a platform and do that mm. and, and show my talent. But so, but was it, were you sitting there beforehand thinking, I'm going to go on there and I'm going to do the wildest freestyle that anybody ever heard? just to fuck with people and it's going to go viral and then those same people are going to go and look into my other music and figure out what else I I got going on. I looked into my analytics and I checked out 85% of the people who watched that video went back and watched my music and my streams pop. So I do research, I study, I do stuff like this. So people think I'm just a regular rapper. I'm actually above like my mental is so i'm already i'm already doing marketing like right. i'm just marketing myself there's a bunch of promotion like every every word every melody you heard in that freestyle was from an up-and-coming song i would be doing i just try to challenge myself i walked into the room let's see if i could fit every song i've done every song i'm, I'm going to promote in the future really that was what you did there that's why i'm missing out on is that that was actually little chunks of all the songs that i've been listening to if i can scramble it especially oh on the timely beat like i only heard the beat one time for 30 seconds and i cut it off uh-huh. Then I went to the freestyle. So you got to understand, that whole beat was new. None of that was, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, it just was new. It was brand new. I can do a freestyle right now. Let's hear it. Me and Adam. I was walking down the street in my pants sagging. Remember back then, and I said I was being Latin. But I'm good, and I'm hood, hood. And I'm good, and I'm hood, and uh, Me and Adam, pants sagging. Remember back then I said, what's been Latin? Pens. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I and feel I'm you. Keep it one hundred. I'm a gunner. Yeah. Dug it to the sun now. With my thuggers. Yeah. Freedom thugs. Yeah. Need to sell no drugs. Free to plug your mind. Fuck your intellect. Hey, baby, I need respect. Run me my money, bitch. Give me my check. Get hit, bitch. Give neck. Slappy tie. It's just, it's just having fun. I like it, man. That was ill. I just, you see, it, my words will come out positive because your energy. Right. You know, Bro, other but, people get bad vibes. But people don't know that that's what goes down in the studio is that really being in the studio is about just, you know, putting something out there, just blurting out some sounds, going with some melodies, and then that's how rappers figure out what they're going to actually put on the track. And that's what I thought was interesting about you and that thing is that that's kind of what it felt like. It's like you were just experimenting with different melodies and shit, like the way you would be in the studio. Yeah, I experiment with... Basically what I do is I go in the studio and this is how I start to beat. Just, I'm going to show you. And I make a beat around that noise. So the beat will. And turn the beats per minute, 92, 93, I say. I already had that in my head because I practice so much. Huh. I, I work so hard at this. So this is, you got to understand, this is not no longer freestyle for me. This is me preparing. I'm just doing what I'm so used to doing consistently. It's like Curry's jump shot. Huh. You're not going to go in there and tell him how to shoot. You know how long you feel like you've been making music for? Or that I feel like I've been making music since, since 10 months or so. I feel like that. Really? Yeah. yeah you just I always do. had it in your soul? You were a baby who was like sort of had bars? I could never sit down. And I'll always... I'm an entertainer. Like my bars are are like... I I consider my bars average. I consider my lyrics average. I'm an entertainer. My performance is, is by far like what you've, you've yet to see. You know, mm. Bobby Brown, Chris Brown. I'm bringing everything back to life. I'm making... Being humble, cool again. Really? Yeah. You consider yourself humble? Yeah. Can't be humble in the jungle, though. Can't be humble in the jungle. <laughs> you know you had to struggle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me want to bust some bars out, too, bro. Come on. Nah, I can't do it. Come on. I get 50%. Nah. Well, nah. Okay, fine. I made no. when, I, when I came into the podcast game, I knew that I also had to take an oath to not rap. Explain. My mom was just like, you're not going to start rapping, right? And I was like, nah. No way. But would you open your own public company? I have a little, I have a label situation, a little low key label situation. I got, I got some artists in the, in the pipeline. I'm down to do business. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Ooh, the Haiti baby feature is a rare feature right now too. Have you had anybody big hit you up since the freestyle went viral? Yeah, I can, yeah, I can't talk about it though. Really? Yeah. Too big? Yeah. The Drake, Drake versus on the way? No, oh, no, okay. no, not, not yet. Hopefully though. Hopefully everybody taps in because I do. I produce all my records, so right. if you can't get a feature, you can get a beat. Right. Well, that's like, a good I'm point not just right there. Doing, like I want to break this down. I don't. I want to work with everybody. You know what I'm saying? But if you ain't got a bag, mm. don't don't tap in the DMs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If you, you got value at, to bring to the table. I'm offering a lot. I'm giving you a whole package, a whole show. Yeah, and that's how I always think of it. Is like, listen, if you go and pay for a verse from somebody, that sh if you're if you're confident in your music, then you should believe that you're going to be able to make that money back from that piece of work. Yeah. 
So and I'm very fuck picky the too. I would want somebody's best work on my work. Exactly. If I'm on your work, I would want it to be like cert, sound a certain <laughs> way. I would mm. even boost somebody those vocals up. Like, no, you need to be louder. Mm-hmm. This is your song. This needs to sound like this. I, like I stay in the room when it comes. I mix all my songs. I stay in the room. Like I don't like. Like if you pay for a Gucci Mane verse yeah. and people still don't care about your song, then that's a pretty good piece of evidence that you're not that good. That's an example, but somebody <laughs> needs that. You need to throw something out in the water. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So you need to get caught a little buds to see where you see where your crowd, see where your audience goes. Mm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, How do you feel about any hate that you might have got from that freestyle? Was there was there much of that? That's necessary. Mm. I needed it. Trial, I'm not by, trying to, yeah, trial I'm not, by fire. I'm not ending the game, and and then I'm, of course I'm going to show love. I stepped in the game to show love, but mm. do I expect that same feeling back? No, let's be realistic. I'm not going to get that. Mm. So obviously, I don't give a fuck. Do you give a fuck when you wake up with somebody thinks about you? Mm-mm. Yeah, we don't give a fuck. We're some I don't give a fuck type people, and That's we're going to be successful, mm-hmm. and we are successful, and we're going to continue to grow. It's survival of the fittest. You mm. have to be hungry, and I want this more than half the people hating on me. You feel me? I'm going to go back to school. I'm planning on getting my bachelor's. I'm planning. I'm doing like. Why are you going back to school? To You're not going to be a rapper. For the resume, oh. go back to school for the resume. Make it look good. So when you go, when you when you go away, you had that background. Damn, right. he he did this. So it makes somebody else follow my footsteps. Go do that. Right. So you want to follow me? Go do that. It's weird to be telling kids that they need to stay in school if you just immediately drop out of school, even though I respect it. Yeah, oh yeah. Some some people drop out of school, but some people, you know, it's the school. Remember how I told you in the back, like school environment. Mm. See, I graduated high school, but some kids I see they don't work in good school environments. So I'm like, let's. I want to set up like a, a little courses, A and R courses, or you know, engineer courses. Something to keep them out. Like I don't care if it's about if like if you're skateboarding, the skateboarding class. Do like something, research, homework. Everything like needs to be studied. Like you they know need what to I'm have saying? more skateboarding classes. Like gym class should just skate class. Like Bikes learn to do a kickflip day. Yeah. But you don't understand, like some people feel like that's that's bullshit and that's funny, but you gotta understand do something they want to do. It's yeah. all about reverse psychology. It's you all can about giving them to learn. When it comes to kids, it's all about giving them a tool that they can then use as a creative output that they can make something out anything. of. You know? Out of anything. You could tell somebody a, a quote about how, how to skateboard and they can use that. They, that's quote could stick with them through life. Mm. And they can carry that on into into building their own organization, like, you no. Know, my teacher, my skateboarding teacher once told me <laughs> it didn't build off of that. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Wait, but so you're a fucking baller, huh? Yeah. You were showing me some videos. You oh, had some a crazy videos? dunk. Ha! <laughs> yeah. I hoop back in the day. I still could hoop now. I dunk on anybody they want that. You were obsessed with basketball your whole childhood? When did when you were you were you super good? Were you on like the high school team and all that shit? I was on a high school team. Got always Stay getting injured and stuff. Of course, I had bad grades like everybody everybody else's story. But basketball for me was like at a young. Once I learned that it's just to, I'm playing this just to get disciplined. I wasn't planning to go to the NBA. Really, I that wanted, wasn't your goal. No, why would that you be a goal? You knew that you wanted discipline. Most people don't know that discipline is a good thing. I'm from Stockton. I don't have discipline. Mm. We're wild. I never wanted to be the type of. I knew that I wanted to do music from the jump, but right. I just didn't know how to step into it. I didn't know, like. I didn't know none of this. I didn't know how to step into it. So I was just like, you know what? I got to start from somewhere. Uh-huh. And before I did that, before I told my stepfather and, and my mama that I don't want to play basketball, I continued it just for the discipline, just uh-huh. to keep me. Because I knew if I weren't playing basketball, I was going to be outside. Right. Anything you say to me, I wanted to fight. 
So when people ask me, if it wasn't for rapping, what would you be doing? I'd be like, you know what? I had discipline with sports, so I would have been in business regardless. I would have been making money regardless. I wouldn't be on the street shooting at you. I would have been making some money. Mm. But did you grow up in that environment where there were a lot of bad influences? Was there like, was it right out there yeah. as an opportunity to television, sell drugs and do all kinds of bullshit? Television is the worst influence in the world. If, really? you, if your comprehension skills is low, and my comprehension skills was low, so I needed somebody, a guider. Yeah. And my stepfather wasn't there 24-7 to, you know, he had to work real hard. My mom had to work real hard. So coaches, secondary fathers, people, mentors, uncles, you know, people keeping men around me. Because, you know, a lot of people fall off course because of men or, or weaker women and, you know, raising that person or being around that person, just a neighbor. So I always keep an open mind when I was young, being free and, and you know, always listen to coaches. And, you know, I would battle, ask questions, but I knew this is a coach. This is my moment to ask questions in battle because I'm not going to get this in the future. Right. People are not going to give me no second chances or run a lap and then it's okay. Uh-huh. I'd rather go run and do a lap and work out and you do that so I can be disciplined. So right. I know how to act, how to present myself. It's very wise. A lot of people don't don't understand the value of that. Can we go back to uh, you mentioned earlier and said that you uh, got shot by the cops? Yeah. Tell me about this situation. Mistaken identity. Really? Yeah. Where were you when it went down? Stockton. Just on the street? Just hanging out or what were you doing? I'm just in Stockton, California. Mistaken identity. Got shot in my chest by my heart. And then that whole situation, people look at it like, you know, some kids look at it like, damn, he hard, he got shot by police. Because I said it in the song, Fun Nut, I'm really him. But really what I meant by that is like, it, it's just a battle score. I'm really him. I really came from that. I really come from this. And I'm really humbling myself mentally and I'm really growing. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I'm really him. I'm a strong individual. But people took comprehend it the wrong way. Do you get money out of the cops because they shot you? Nah. Really? Nah. So they can I just shoot you and it's just whatever, huh? I wouldn't even know. That's fucked. Right. As soon as that situation happened, you know, what I thought about, I was like, wow, this whole time I was in school, they never taught me how to present myself in front of an officer. Mm. You know, laws or nothing like that. I didn't know nothing except in that situation. I was like, just just in the room, just like bleeding out, just like, whatever happens, happens type shit. And I was like, you know what? This is not going to happen coming around again. You know what I'm saying? Did they immediately figure out that you weren't who they were attempting to apprehend? I don't even know. Really? You just yeah. woke up in the hospital or? Just woke up. Yeah, basically. Open my eyes back up, still bleeding, still in handcuffs. Other than that, I just got going about my business after that and kept pushing my music. Really? Yeah. But that was, that was like... When was that? Yeah. Six months ago. Six months? Yeah. And the bullet went right by your fucking heart? Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Whoa. That's crazy, man. Wait, what? So people got the wrong idea. People thought that you were sort of using that as a way to act hard or whatever. Is that, is that what yeah, you're telling me? Use it. People thought it like that, but I thought of it as promotion. I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this as to market myself, to promote it. It's flipping to something positive. Right. You want to play? You want to do that? All right, watch what I do with it. Oh, it's weird how anything that's bad that happens to you. I don't know if you saw this video. There's a viral video of this kid who ran in here and tried to put a gun in my face. Yeah. And like... You know, nothing bad happened because he didn't shoot me and we beat the fuck out of him and he had to go to the hospital. He's still in jail. But it's like the fact that something really bad almost happened to me. All of a sudden I'm on the news. I'm on Inside Edition. I'm getting all these followers and everything. It's like it's weird when something like real bad happens. There's usually a pretty clear silver lining on it. You got to use it to your advantage. Something bad happened. I had to take that advantage. I'm like, all right, I'm going on all these people's podcasts to talk about this bad thing that just happened to me. The blogs do it to us all the time, rappers especially. Yeah, you know, exactly. You watch what you say around people 
that has certain platforms because they flip your words. They that's, just took advantage of what you're saying. That's part of being a rapper these days is knowing how to sort of how to game the media. It's the knowing. You not did every, it expertly with that freestyle. Yeah, but not every rapper is supposed to know that because then every rapper would be bop, bop, bop. But they're all trying. That's why everybody's got some stupid face tattoo. Everybody got some dyed hair. Well, I only think it's a stupid face tattoo if it has no meaning. Right. No, I'm not saying bad things about all face tattoos, but sometimes you see some 17-year-old kid and he got his whole face covered up and it's just so obvious that he's just trying to be a meme. And it's just like, holy fuck, how the fuck did we end up here? Those are the 50-50 people I call them, people that want to be seen but don't want you to see what they're going through. Mm. So it's always pain behind somebody, you know. I never judge a book by its cover. Mm. You put a lot of your pain into your music? Mm. I try to... Thing what I do with my messages and my story, I don't want to put it on one song and a couple of songs. I try to stretch it out as long as I can so you can hear the evolve. So right. every album has a niche you never knew about me or a story you never heard about me. Like, wait, I never knew that. He never said that his first album. Mm. I thought he came out by his whole truth. Now, like, no, I'll, I'll continue to do that in and out. Deliver. That's the manipulation of reverse psychology, like I said. It's like me making a song and then you thinking I'm just saying bullshit like and the whole time I'm like how many yourself be wise man right and it's been a message didn't tell you I got shot by the police when I was 21 I'm just throwing you off it's like a pebble boom right you know the beat would be banging boom 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 then I'll say something you won't even it just blow past you but then when you listen to it a second time you might hear part of it yeah so it's always something new I try to always like figure out how to put a message in somewhere and twist it Right. Like a little subliminal to myself instead of targeting other rappers. Yeah. That's why I did the freestyle like that because I'm not afraid to be laughed at. Mm. I want to be laughed at on my site. Laugh at me on my channel, on my blog, on my Instagram, on my platform so I can boost my comments up. Mm. Do, do that on my shit. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting though because I feel like anybody who really knows about rap was able to see the talent in that performance. Like even though it was kind of spastic and all over the place that there was a lot of people yeah. watching it who were like, yo, that shit was sick as fuck. Even though like a lot of people were looking at it from like a meme context. That's why it was brilliant. It's because a lot of people were able to look at it as just funny. But then people who were like real pay attention were like able to identify They're like, whoa, he's really, he's doing his thing. An ingenious decision. Mm. You know who Chrissy Teigen is? Yeah. She's one that stood out to me that she was tweeting about how she watched it 20 times or some shit. Yeah. That's what she said. She watched it 20 times. She's like, it keeps getting crazier. Chrissy Teigen opened up big doors for Stockton. Not she just did. Haiti Baby, for Stockton. Eric, <laughs> when they posted, they put Stockton's very own Haiti Baby. I'm like, Yo, you must have had everybody hitting you up about it. Was that crazy? Yeah, I mean, it was crazy, but you got to understand, since it was planned out, it didn't feel how other people thought it would feel, so mm. I was already like, okay, yeah, right. about time. Yeah. You know, I thought Follow Me was going to do that because I wore, you know, it's certain stuff I do. I wore Black Air Forces high top. I knew that was a meme at the time. Took uh -huh. my shirt off, did a little B2K dance. I know they're on tour again. It's little marketing stuff I do, like little niches I do to throw people off to see, okay, where's he going with this? Then I boom. You're doing all the stuff that labels are supposed to do for artists. But you can do it on your own if you do your research. Well, if I you're smart enough YouTube that you University. have that intuition. YouTube yeah. University. What else do you learn how to do on YouTube? Um, I would type in business management one-on-one. Just, I did that at first. And um, Leonard Cohen, um, we type, um, even though people say bad stuff about um, Dame Dash, typing to Dame Dash, what can I learn from him? What can I learn from Jay-Z? What can I learn from these people? Yeah. Who are they mentors? I just started typing in shit. Dame Dash definitely worth learning about, even if at some point you also have to learn, like, damn, Dame Dash is a little aggressive. Dame Dash is a little wild, bro. But like, I you, fuck with him, but I he's... Need a, I need a side you know, of, every, of every boss in the game. I need a, 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 a personality trait from each one. Mm -hmm. 
You can't. You feel me? Dame Dash has that dog, but he's full time dog. Right. I gotta be a dog in the city, so I need to know when to use it. Right. When no, to call real. people out when they're being a coward, yeah. a weaker individual. When to, you know, it's all about placement, timing. Dame Dash is good for that in terms of just being bold and just not being afraid to just tell somebody what the fuck is up. He does not give a shit. Yeah. Anybody else you look up to? I know it's a lot. A lot of people definitely could see the lyrical influence from Young Thug. Is that accurate? Yeah. I got Young Thug, Mystical. Silk to Shaka. Mm. Um, Buster Rhymes, I got a few times. I've seen that here and there. Um, mm, what else? I got a lot of oldies, too. A lot of people was comparing me to a lot of old artists. Like, he has soul in him. Mm. But, yeah, of course, the Young Thug, Mystical, they probably... And Bone Thugs, mm. they reached out. They didn't reach out, but um, one of them posted me on their page. I just like to be posting on your platform, basically. Yeah. Always, like, even if you make it fun of me, I'm happy. I'm like, hey, man, I appreciate it. Even the people who's making fun of you, I was like, man, that joke was crazy. I like that. Right? They was like, man, you, you're, you're different. I'm like. If you hit somebody up, if somebody's talking shit and you hit them up and are like, man, if you just show love, then it's like chances are that they're going to have to find it in their heart to show love back. And I know half the people that on the internet, it's a joke in sight. So one of my ideas was to make a joke in sight, like make a, a own separate Instagram just to roast, like mm. roast every picture. Like yeah. that's what War Star is, is just big roast. Yeah. But I, I'd rather profit off you roasting on me on my platform. Shit. It's a fact. Big facts. But getting on World Star or whatever is a good entry point towards entry getting point, people on your platform. Me messing with Dizzer, me messing with Empire, good entry point in my career. Right. I know those steps for a reason. Have you been doing all the label meetings since that, that freestyle took off? Or were you doing label meetings before that? Or what's, what's your thought process on that? After the freestyle. I needed to get all eyes on me, like Tupac said. Just to grab grab people's attention real quick. Look at this. Mm. Boom. Now I got a, 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 a song coming out, Blue Dragon. Boom. They go see that. And they go, mm. like, oh, that's what, that intertwines with the freestyle. I'm like, yeah, it's all a part of my master plan. Mm. It, it just basically the label see it's a method to the madness. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's right. not just a bullshit lucky. Well, I mean, they're happy when you're smart, I think, because they want you to be able to, uh, you know, sort of spark, spark marketing plans. Like if you can make yourself go viral, that's great. Because a lot of these labels are basically just their entire job is trying to make people go viral that are not inherently going to go viral. Yeah. And I just didn't want a gimmick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's so, and it's so much, it's so like, I'm a hypocrite, of course. I'm my best critic, but gimmick to me, like even clout chasing, those two words, people just feel like, oh, anybody's clout chasing. Like some people reach out to me. I don't look at this clout chasing. My kids be like, oh man, you, you, you do this, man. You do, I want to do just like that. You know, I could reply that's clout chasing. You know what I'm saying? But I don't cause I look at it like, like that, that's worth more than money. If it makes sense, like to me, for me to inspire somebody, I feel like that's worth more than money, but what you said about like the music wise, like to go back to reflect on part of the music and the freestyle is like, it's a word it's called um, what's it called? F I S S O N, 18th century French word that we looked up on um, Google. You said fission. Fission. It's like a um, a skin orga orgasm you get off music and melodies. Oh, I don't know. And I never, I, I never that. knew I got that. Skin orgasm. Yeah. So what? Like you. You you hear music and it just like makes your skin stand up. You have an orgasm your in your skin. Yeah, that's what that is. Always got that. Every time I hear sounds like nails on a chalkboard type thing, that'll give it to you too. Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like those sounds. Do you um do you smoke weed or mm -hmm. you, you, you just Dude, I just smoke weed. I don't do nothing else. I don't do no other drugs. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I got because you gotta understand. I got 
I had ADHD. They tried to make it seem like that was a huge disorder for me growing up. They tried to put you on Adderall as a kid? They they did, and it, it would like make me hella depressed. Really? And depression, if I, then I would stop, my um, reverse from depression would be anger. Mm. So I would lash out for like reasons that I wouldn't even know. So that's when I would like I was trying to humble myself. Then I looked into myself as like, you know what? Why am I like this? What is this? Why don't why don't I feel comfortable in my own skin at least? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's not I'm from Stockton, it's not millions of black people. See, I'm real I grew up around a lot of Vietnamese, Laos, Thai, Cambodians and Hispanics. Uh-huh. So I didn't get, really get to see my culture really evolve. That's why I'm repping so hard. I'm so proud right. to be who I am. That's why you named yourself that as well. You're yeah. proud of your Haitian heritage. I put it put it on me, California Haitian. Right. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna represent because a lot of people out here don't even know who you are. We all come from Africa at the end of the day, you know, the motherland. But even me. Yep. Even yeah. you. Long time. That's why ago. you got tatted and you got the swag <laughs> like that. You think that's you land. think? Yeah. I'm trying to find my way to Wakanda. Oh. Hmm. Slowly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. I, I got to rewatch that. Interviews too. Which ones? Um, the one you did with DJ Vlad and the one DJ Vlad did on you. Oh, okay. So cool. I had to do a little research before. Oh, I appreciate that. I actually enjoyed interviewing Vlad a lot. That was fun. Right. Yeah, he's from Smart dude. the Bay too. So I was he just is. like, I was like, oh, that's cool. So when I meet these people, it's not going to be like something new to them. Like no, they, yeah. You know, if you, you, if you meet people and you're educated about who they are, that's actually, that is a big part that stresses me out about where I'm at in life is yeah. that I'm, there's a million motherfuckers that know about me and I haven't had the time to research them and I want to like meet people and know about them and shit. But like yeah. something like going to Rolling Loud, I'm meeting so many artists and shit and like the reality is, I'm meeting so many people from labels. The reality yeah. is, I don't know who the fuck a lot of them are and sometimes that can be offensive and I, I want to be respectful of everybody. I want to be a, a good student of the culture and be on top of everything. It's challenging though. You can't please everybody. And, Facts. And, and you're doing good. Like this, your shit is doing good, bro. I appreciate like if that. no one ever said that, you're doing a great job. My you know friend, what I'm thank you. You've led a lot, lot of African Americans on this show. You're doing sure. great. Keep doing what you're doing. You you only will evolve. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Your team is going to get stronger. When your team gets stronger, then you won't have to worry about going. Everything's a FaceTime. Mm. Everything should be a FaceTime for you at a certain point in life. That's, like, the, I, that's what I like about doing podcasts is that it's like the idea that you could just interview enough people. Every time you do an interview, you're just increasing your network. I just had this the Danny Lay girl here. Boom! That's because I gave an interview to a smaller artist named Emotional mm-hmm. Zan, yeah. and that they happen to have the same uh, or man, not manager, but somebody that they work with was the same. So he got me the interview with her, and then he also manages the Diaz brothers, Small World, Stockton Connection. Yeah. Boom! It's like that, but that that's so dope. It's like to think that like just because you fucked with one person, that you could just create like create more and more connections, more networks to be able to do more and more. You should have somebody taking notes every interview you do so you can write a book on your experience of art, of hip-hop. Fuck and, a book. And We're then, making YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you do the YouTube video. <laughs> Shit. All right, I'll write the book. Thought about writing a book. You thinking about writing a book? Yeah, I'm, I'm writing one right now. Really? What's it called? I you about to pull out a notepad? Funkadelic Soul Rhythm. Funkadelic Soul Rhythm? Freedom Thugs, Jungle Bamboo, California Haitian Love Vendetta. These are all working titles, options? Working titles. There's a book right there. It looks like a book. This is just like uh, I create little, make little quotes in my head and write them down to see what I can lead on, mm. what I can tell after that. And even if I don't write a book, I just I, like practice it. Mm. You know, Oprah said, um, do like a little map. When I was young, we did like a little map, a little island map, build your island mm. you know, of your career and stuff, your dream house and all this stuff. Okay. So just, just making sure I keep my imagination as high as I can, then I know I'll always be able to reach the youth. 
Right. Because once I lose my creativity, my imagination, I'm worthless. Yeah. No, then that's I'll just facts. Be an individual with a couple of dollars in my pocket. You, I don't want to be an individual with a couple. You've dollars. certainly harnessed that though. You you've you've got that childlike creativity still intact, don't you think? I gotta keep that mindset. Yes. I can't. That's why when I see negative energy or bad energy, fuck fighting them or fuck shooting them. I, I'm I'm down there running out the room because I cannot be around. If I see if I go in the room and I see dark purple or or any dark colors that's, and it's, it's vibrant. If that makes sense, because I feel off that, I feel somebody's emotion. I know when someone's going through something. Mm. I'll just walk out. Like I'll like, I'll get disgusted. Like my stomach will turn. Cause it's you got like, like an, an internal mood ring. Yeah, that's gauging like, the scenario. If I can write that down, you can write that down. Internal mood ring. Internal. That might be actually that might be the name of my next album. It's, I'm gonna use it to express the um, what it is. No, but I mean, that, that, that is, you know, life is all about intuition and experience and having been through scenarios enough times that you can identify the patterns that are going on. Like, you know, so, like I, I feel like given where I'm at and how much experience I have, it's very easy for me to meet somebody who's a con artist or a bullshitter and to know. Yeah, off the rip. You don't have that when you're young. It's hard. You have to develop that by meeting a lot of people and realizing who's a bullshitter and who's legit and going yeah. through so many experiences. It's like there's stuff that seems so obvious to me right now that a year ago I had no clue about. Yeah. You know? That's like me. That's kind of like me saying like the way I'm feeling right now, my mindset now might not be the same six years from now. Definitely not. De definitely not. No, nah, of course. You're always growing. You're always changing. Hopefully right. in six years you don't have the same mentality you have right now. Yeah. Okay, that makes it has good. to change. Perfect. It has to change. Yeah, you're right. Don't stay the same. That's you why I didn't always do all this. You can't put in all this work and stay the same. And no. people don't want you to stay the same. People, if you, if you, let's say, like your music career gets super popping, all of a sudden you're you're killing it. The problem with being a popular recording artist is that you then have to fucking also keep developing people won't like you if you keep doing the same thing over and over. Even Beyonce, you know, if she just puts out the same album two times in a row. It's going to be bad for her. The fans are going to turn on her. She has to develop every fucking chapter of the way. And she's one of the most beloved artists in the world, you know? Yeah. You got to make them hate you. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's, that's the, you have to challenge that's them That's the quote sure. Kanye West told him so. Really? Make them hate you. He said that. <laughs> nah. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a conscious right here. No, but that's interesting. I, I mean, but there is an extent to that. It's like every Kanye project has been like radically different than the one before it, and that's what's been able to keep him. I think that's art. Yeah. That's like what makes it artistic. Mm. Like when I said um the quote that like I said a, like a fake quote, Kanye said um make them make, make them hate you. Like I, and I, I know that's a fake quote, but using that instance and people will comprehend that, and that's when you get these antics they pull. Mm. The weird shit, and then the beefing with hella other people their age, and trying to be hella competitive in a, the wrong way. Right. And I see how that can be misled. Because what I just said, like, I can see how that can be misled. I mean, now, you went viral in a way where you just sort of put your skills on display. The easy way to go viral, in my opinion, is like starting some fake drama. Yeah. Anybody can. Do I didn't want to. I don't want to. I never want to do that. What the. It's no point because it's like I don't know you. You don't know me. You ain't never doing a rock at me. It pitches your cream, baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are we funking for? Especially if you're embracing hip hop, regardless of what race you are, we're in the same category at this point. Right. Soon as soon as you embrace hip hop, you know, black, white, or whatever you are, like, we shouldn't even be on that type of hype. We just lost Nipsey. We've mm. been lost Pac. You motherfuckers ain't learned until like everyone's gone. Like, what, what's what is it gonna take? It's, 
I guess it's going to take people like me to just do my job and influence and continue the marathon and, you know, hope for the best. Nipsey meant a bunch to you? Yeah, he meant a lot. I got really? Nipsey, Nipsey all money tatted right here. Really? Just inspirational. Even outside the music, um, him as a him watching him doing his interviews. Yeah. Even like everything. You know what I'm saying? Hella inspirational. Yeah. No, that makes sense for sure. Just because he's like, you know, a really, really strong role model for just anyone who wants to do th- do their thing independently. Music he made me feel comfortable um, representing where I'm from because he represents where he's from. And he's from, L- he from L.A., but he represented his race and ethnicity and shit. So I was like, it made me feel more comfortable representing my flag. Yeah. Little stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Losing him, it, yeah, it kind of hurt. Cause it's like, damn, I didn't even get to meet him. Yeah. Hold a conversation. But now... Now that he's gone, where I believe now that he's gone, his message and his soul spread it everywhere. So now I get to speak to you. Now when mm. I pray, I get to speak to you. Yeah. There's so. a weird benefit to dying young. Let's be real. Because yeah. then you get a chance to be like immortalized in your prime form. You know? Yeah. There's a reason why Pac and Biggie are so legendary is because we never got to see him be a 50-year-old dude joking around on Instagram. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I didn't even I didn't know who ODB was. I didn't know who Big L was. Then once I checked into their music... And then you, you you know once you do research about the fallen angels in hip hop you start to appreciate it. Mm. If you don't, like you're in the wrong category. But you're smart that you're able to appreciate it because I feel like a lot of young kids they don't really have like the ability to like look outside of themselves and realize like listen to something from 1995 and realize like oh okay that's why this was dope because this was new and different and this wasn't happening at the time you know if like if you're a stupid person you listen to big l and you're like oh well this just sounds like somebody rapping but if you get it you're like no this is like the first time that motherfuckers were being this fucking funny on songs yeah he was talking shit he was talking a whole lot of shit. He was saying crazy, cocky, confident shit that, like, you know, I had never heard anything like it when I first heard it when I was young, you know? Beastie Boys, too. Like, they beats fucking hard. Beastie Boys changed everything. <laughs> like, that shit's hard. Like, when you really research, then you won't feel like, you know, some rappers feel like they created everything. I made this, I made this. And I, I did my research on a lot of artists. I'm just like, oh, so nothing I'm doing is new. Mm. Everything I'm doing is just being re. Reintroduced, yeah, reappropriated for a new generation and in yes. a different way, you know, in a different way. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's perfect. Yeah, man, I feel like that's 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 the key is like being able to look outside of yourself and, and take influences from different places because you know, it's the worst is when you hear somebody rap and they have a bar that's like blah 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 like blah 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 and it's like the and then the first blah 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 is like the name of a popular song and then the second blah 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 is the name of the artist who made that song but it's like a recent song it's like no you're not allowed to just say i'm like i'm dripping like gonna no not allowed you can't just say the name of a fucking like an artist and then like the thing he always says yeah that's the most boring thing you possibly do you got to think of something funny at that point you're not inspired at that point you're being lazy yeah i have so many pet peeves when it comes to rap supposed to it's your opinion yeah and i also never want to hear anybody ever say uh if if it's gonna make dollars it gotta make sense or whatever like anything like that (laughs) please just never say that again i just i've heard so many people say that it drives me crazy my past records i said a lot i said a lot of crazy stuff i listened back to it but even though it was ignorant i feel like it was necessary because now you see like damn he really grew like he's on a whole nother path like we see what stage he was at and he's Mm. admitting it yeah. And he's and he's carrying it with him, and he's like, "Yeah, I still stand on that." Mm. But now I'm I'm developed. You you see him, you see my crap. I didn't just pop out of nowhere. You seen the freestyle? That was just to grab your attention. Mm. Now watch me work. Definitely, watch me work. 
Walk, watch me nay nay. <laughs> Dude, all right. I appreciate you coming on the show and shit. It's been very, very informative to get to figure out what you got going on. You're a very, you're a very smart guy, very bright mind. Thank you. Appreciate that. I got high hopes for you. I believe in you. I must be in a good mood today because I was telling Danny Lay the same thing. But I fuck with her. She's cool as shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe in her. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in all of you. Everybody watching this out there, I believe in you. We believe. Do you believe in them? Yes. Cool. That's good to know. <laughs> All right, I gotta go eat a, a dinner with T Grizzly for this new show that he's doing. T Grizzly? Yeah. Okay. What's the show called? It's called like Dinner with Grizzly. Dinner with Grizzly. You sit there and you eat food with him, and like I guess he has like Instagram what? models bringing you food. For real? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Eating weird, ass, weird, man. Eating ass. <laughs> Hopefully T Grizzly doesn't serve me any ass. <laughs> big big porn stars on the plate. <laughs> oh, their ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good point. Yeah. I just don't want to eat T Grizzly's ass. That's disturbing. Yeah, I fuck with T Grizzly. His that one record that's never gonna be forgotten. Definitely. Yeah, that that that's big, a fact. That's, that's a good example, man. He's fire. he's such a big hit right there. It's kind of like where do you? It's hard to live up to the the next shit after that. He had a run of massive songs. Yeah, but it, it's all about it's all about marketing too. You mm-hmm. know, depending on what you put out, because you know he. Next song he can have with Sway Lee and just you'd be like, whoa, he blew past that old record. I feel like talent, like if you have the talent, then it's like whatever. Even if you're not popping at that moment, if you really have the talent, if 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 your hype is all image based, then it's gonna be hard to get the hype back. But if you're just good musically, yeah, then you always have a a path, yeah, back into their hearts. It, it, you know, what I like to say is the talented people is not definitely. Not, I'm not talking about two degrees. I'm talking about every artist. We're so talented. We get comfortable, and this is speaking to every artist, not even my predicament, up, below. We're so talented, we get, like, so comfortable and big-headed mm. that it's like, like, that shit consumes people's souls. And, and then it, once it does that, your music is just, like, watered down, you know? <laughs> Can I promote this? Bars. Sure, yeah. yeah. Aqua, hydrate yourself, you know what I'm saying? Boost up your your soul again, you know? Or Arrowhead, yeah. You know, it doesn't mean necessarily go back to the hood and and, and do hood things with your friends. You know what I'm saying? Just just be inspired. Walk around, see a billboard, be inspired. I'm inspired by this lighter. Really? I'm going to use it for the next song. Ooh, this I may be a, my Lil Wayne type feel. Well, hey, anybody that makes a song called On Some Shit, we're probably going to have to... Support oh, it. Yeah. We'll be putting that on the Spotify playlist real quick. Name a percentage. Throw it at some me. shit. There yeah, you go. Right. Split the publishing. <laughs> yeah, we got it. <laughs> All right. Haiti Baby. Uh, you got anything big planned coming out soon? Anything crazy in the works? New single dropping, Blue Dragon. Dropping everywhere. Premiering on Complex. Um, shout out. Shout out my management, my team. Um, shout out Empire. And shout out all the young artists in, in, you know my age that's doing their thing and we here to stay, and especially me. I'm trying to change the game. Not trying. I'm going to change the game. Um, the game will be changed. Yeah, the game will be changed. It's a fact. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, Thank man. Thank you for coming on. Very excited to see what's to come. Yeah. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. You got to take me to either Haiti or Stockton. Gotta take you to Stockton or yeah. Hey, yeah. Either one. We're gonna take you to both. I'm sure they're pretty similar. Stockton gonna show you love too. Yeah? Yeah, you all they watch. Ooh, okay. <laughs> there you go. Finna, you finna go no jumper? Hey. What? Yeah. That's big for the city. All right, Stockton, book me. Peace. <laughs>